found myself $70,000 in debt, divorced and living in a rental apartment and having to start not only from zero, but from less than zero. From Money Fit by DRS, it's the Money Fit Show, your weekly podcast about real difficult money stories, overcoming financial obstacles, and tips for building healthy money habits. I'm Todd Christensen, host of the Money Fit Show podcast, and today's guest is all about reinvention. Trust me, he's done it multiple times. And so can you, he says. After all, Tomorrow is another day. Richard Riemann, the audiobook wizard, is an acclaimed authority on audio self-publishing. He has narrated and produced hundreds of indie published audiobooks. He is the author of The Author's Guide to Audiobook Creation, a Global Ebook Awards gold medal winner. Richard created the Imagination Video Books nonprofit to make children's illustrated books accessible to all children by creating audiobooks with audio description of the pictures for blind children and video books with captions and sign language for deaf children. Richard Riemann, welcome to the Money Fit Show. How are you doing today? Thank you, Todd. Doing great. Good. I'm so glad to have you on, and I've been looking forward to this conversation. Uh, We spoke previously uh, briefly, and so I'm I'm excited to hear more about your personal finance journey. First, I've got a question for you, if you're ready. Sure. So help uh, introduce you a bit to our uh, the audience, to my uh, my listeners. If you could go back to elementary, middle, or high school. Which teacher, coach, or mentor would you want to say thank you to and why? I would say thank you to Mr. Chet Brown, who was my acting coach Uh in high school. I was pretty introverted, Uh and uh, I really discovered that by doing other characters, getting into other characters, Mm I could get out of myself and and be much more outgoing even in real life. Mm-hmm. So it did change me and turn me into a very introverted uh, nerd type <laughs> kid into somebody who was comfortable telling stories yeah. uh, on stage and in front of a microphone. Well, that is that's really cool and and obviously uh, appropriate given what you have done over the years. Uh, so you, what is it that you do now? You're, a, uh, you have, you're using some of that, uh, those skills that you started, uh, uh, developing back in, in drama class in high school, right? Yes. Uh, right now I am founder and CEO of a nonprofit imagination video books, where we are creating accessible versions of children's illustrated books Mm. by adding audio description of the pictures and captions and sign language to the video versions that we're doing so that blind and deaf children can really enjoy illustrated books. That is so cool. And I think you're, uh, you mentioned one of your uh, current projects is a fairly well-known book. Right? Yes. The original Winnie the Pooh. (sighs) And I, I am the narrator. 
Once upon a time, <laughs> oh my goodness, in a hundred acre wood lived a creature named Winnie the Pooh. Yes, oh, that's so awesome. uh, and and it's a cast of of some very famous, actual, actually uh, famous audiobook narrators. Johnny uh -huh. Heller, uh, who's won every award yeah. you can think of, is is Pooh. And uh, half our cast is actually blind or low vision uh, voice actors. So it's, uh, it's, it's been a wonderful project. Uh, we did a Kickstarter to raise the money and raise $16,000 on Kickstarter to oh, produce it. That's awesome. That, that's really cool. I mean, it's such a good cause and such an important thing for, for, the, for these young uh, boys and girls who, who may not have access otherwise to what some of, so many of us take for granted as part of our childhood. Yes, early child literacy is critical, uh, ages three to eight especially, and making these wonderful stories available to them in a format that's easy for them to comprehend is incredibly important. That's cool. Um, so as, as we've mentioned, uh, as, I, as I let you know, we, that we talk to our guests about their personal finance journeys. You're the uh, founder, CEO of, of a, of a uh, award-winning, I think you, you mentioned award-winning uh, yes. nonprofit. Uh, what do you think people you meet on a day-to-day -day basis, what do you think they, how do you think they see you 10, 20 years ago? They, they, they just assume you've always, um, run your own business or company and always been in charge and everything has been perfect and financially stable for you? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I've had to reinvent myself yeah. uh, several times. Um, I got into a long career in radio news and a very successful one in Chicago and New York City and Washington, D.C. This I was is traditional radio, right? Yes, traditional yeah. radio. Uh, I was Washington bureau chief for the RKO Radio Network. RKO, for many years. yes. Traveled with Ronald Reagan around the world uh, in Air Force One and the press plane. Uh, so I had an exciting and rewarding uh, radio journalism life. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly, radio was deregulated by the FCC. Mm -hmm. And that was in the late 90s. And what happened was within two, three years, about 90% of all radio news jobs in America went away. Kind of disappeared. Uh, yeah, because stations were not required to carry news and public affairs anymore. They didn't. Mm -hmm. So you'd have, you know, a sidekick news person, you'd have NPR, maybe an all news station. But the rest of the state music stations got rid of their news departments. Mm -hmm and uh rko radio networks was sold off to what uh, to westwood one mm -hmm. and uh i found myself totally overqualified mm. to get back into local news because i'd been a washington bureau chief and actually vice president of news at a radio network right and everybody was like well you know we don't want to hire you as a news anchor you know you're so overqualified and and the news directors were also like um yeah, you're qualified for my job too. So maybe I won't hire you. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, so, I get it. I get it. So yeah, I found that, um, you know, my, my six figure income in a wonderful profession just totally dried up. And it's happened in many professions, mm -hmm. as you know. 
Um, so I said, okay, what can I do with my, my storytelling abilities? And, 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 and I said, well, maybe sales, cause mm -hmm. that's a way to make money. So I went into selling, um, audio, uh, for websites, uh, streaming audio, uh, at a time when my competition was Mark Cuban and, oh, okay. uh, Mark actually did a little better than I did. <laughs> He's, uh, not but, too bad uh, right now right? For, for my little company. Uh, yeah, didn't make it. Uh, his did. And uh, yeah, he's doing okay, <laughs> I hear. Um, and and so, you know, I got into the streaming audio and selling that to, to radio stations, putting them on the internet. And uh, that led to, you know, a couple of actually sales management jobs. And, you know, once again, earning six figures. Mm -hmm. And I was very happy. Um, when uh, basically, uh, about just 10, 11 years ago, mm -hmm. things collapse. I know. Um, there are those times in your life where just, you know, the darkness prevails. Yeah. And what happened was uh, the company I was working at uh, went out of business and the, you know, one of the internet companies that just didn't make it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I was without a job and um my marriage at the time was uh, a little shaky because i was pretty depressed yeah and um we kept spending as if we were making six yeah. figures a year yeah. when we weren't yeah. and i found myself seventy thousand dollars in debt oh, wow. divorced and you know living in a, a rental apartment with rental furniture mm. uh, away from my kids oh. and having to start not only from zero, but from less than zero. Below zero. I mean, given given your track record uh, and and your your success, pretty much in in what you built twice. Um, how I mean, what was what were some of the, the the most difficult feelings you had to deal with at that point? Well, I mean, there is ageism. Uh, in hiring, yeah. uh, no question about it. I was 60 years old at that time mm -hmm. when that all happened. Um, don't look it, don't sound it, but uh, you know, uh, the um, I, I was told by you know the recruiters I was working with, I'm sorry, you know, um, at, at your age, it's going to be tough mm. to be hired as a sales manager again because you don't have that many years of right. experience, and you know, it's just really probably not going to happen. You're probably going to have to do like a sales commission type job, you know, go sell cars. Yeah. And I, you know, no, that that's not what I wanted. Right. So I, having reinvented myself before, I said, okay, what can I do with the skills that I have telling stories? And I said, okay, audiobooks, audiobooks growing in popularity, 30% mm -hmm. uh, a year, actually, you know, growing fast. And they, they needed narrators for these audiobooks. And it turned out to be a very well-paying uh, profession. So I started to narrate audiobooks. I started recording in my uh, my, my bedroom closet because uh, <laughs> clothes make uh, good sound buffers. Uh, eventually, I was able to come out of the closet and, and get a, a sound booth. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, but the um, everything, um, I could see how much opportunity there was in the audiobook world. So I started producing audiobooks for authors, um, self-published authors, 
turning their books into audio, bringing mm -hmm. them into a recording studio to record it themselves, or finding narrators for them, or narrating their book uh, myself. This was in your and own studio? It was in, yeah, in my home studio and uh, in Denver mm -hmm. uh, at Postmodern Studios, my okay. partner studio. Mm -hmm. So I built this business, Audiobook Revolution, uh, to to make uh, to produce audiobooks for authors. And within a few years, I was back to making uh, six figures again. Mm -hmm. So third time is the charm. Well, I mean, each time it, you, you felt pretty uh you're doing well is was there a difference this third time you were in charge this time right i was in charge it was the first time that i'd done something entrepreneurial that i was not working for another company that this was my own so i had to learn like every entrepreneur out there how to do things and it was totally virtual once again um and this was 10 years ago mm -hmm. so it wasn't as common uh, certainly as it is now. Uh, but I decided I could do everything virtually, keep costs down, and and really um, create a, a virtual team of editors and uh, people who did video clips, uh, promotional clips for us and things like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, it was just very, very exciting to do what your heart uh, is in. Yeah. Um, you don't get that opportunity in life a lot. And I think that it's very important to look within yourself and say, okay, what would make me happy even if I wasn't earning six figures? Uh -huh. If I was able to, you know, be being rich in my definition is having enough money not to worry about having enough money. <laughs> uh, that if we can reach that point, uh, and do something that that we love to do. Um, that is the best jobs in the world. So that's kind of the the high ridge where we want to we 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 all hope to be. What do you remember some of the the low times financially? I mean, you talked about credit card debt. Were there some tough choices financially that you had to make that uh, you just didn't know how you were gonna? deal with them? Yeah, there were. I mean, I growing up uh, was from a blue collar family. Mm -hmm. My dad was a Chicago policeman. We had 10 kids in our family. So we were a good uh, Catholic family. Mm -hmm. And and uh, well, we didn't have a lot of money and our power and phone got shut off now and then. And, uh, you know, it's just the kind of thing that we, we kind of lived paycheck yeah. to paycheck. Yeah. And so I never thought that I would be in a position to um, make a lot of money. And it was just a gift um, that was given to me. And when it was taken away, uh, I, I was shocked. I mm -hmm. was saddened. I was totally bewildered um, when the radio news stuff went away and I had built such a career uh, over 30 years of doing that at a high level mm -hmm. and could not get hired anywhere and it was just even people with lower paying jobs would say no you're you're so overqualified mm -hmm. we don't think you'd be happy here you'd be gone in you know the, the first opportunity that paid more came along mm -hmm. so i had a lot of that and mm -hmm. uh, you know it, it's it's very depressing to go through that and um, and then 
I went through it again yeah. when the internet uh, sales business collapsed. Uh, and it was like, once again, here I felt I had rebuilt things and started over and all of a sudden ground zero again. So the resiliency, I guess, is, is what you look for. With some people, it's, it's faith that brings them to that. Mm -hmm. With me, it was stubbornness. <laughs> I, I just said, look, I know I am smart. I know I am good enough to be successful and, you know, damn the torpedoes straight ahead. <laughs> full speed ahead. Uh, full speed ahead. You know, I, I was going to find something again yeah. uh, that could get me back to where I wanted to be, uh, which was financially secure. Do you see uh, yourself having developed certain uh, personality characteristics or skills during those difficult times that you used to build your audiobook business? Yes. Um, what has helped me always is my background as a, a news journalist um, helped me in the research area, mm. uh, really digging into, you know, the Internet and, and all of what's available out there, digging into success stories, how people succeeded, uh, digging into the particulars of, you know, starting a nonprofit of, of, uh, okay, you know, investing, even the basics of, of investing, you know, how to, to take a, a middle of the road risk, uh, way to invest yeah. because I just, you know, I, I, I'm kind of conservative and at the same time want to take chances, mm -hmm. uh, in the market and elsewhere, but getting good advice, uh, hiring a professional financial advisor, uh, um, which I got right the second time, yeah. as a lot of people do. Uh, you have an experience yeah. where, you know, the advisor uh, is making a lot of money through you. Thank yep. you very much, yep. but uh, not as much for you. Yeah. So I, uh, I got a good financial advisor and, uh, you know, I just knew that if I was going to lose it all again, mm -hmm. I could come back. And that was, you know, that was a feeling I think that has helped me um, knowing uh, the depth of, of, you know, not having anything, yeah. of being, you know, way in debt and losing my family and just, you know, that feeling of, um, you know, how am I going to make it the yeah. next day? Yeah. Um, I, I just... <laughs> told myself, okay, I, I've done it. I, I've done it twice. I can do it three times. Yeah. And if it takes that, then, then that's what I'll do. It's just the ability to say, um, I can reinvent myself again if I need to. Yeah. Well, let's, if I can ask you, I mean, at, at the point where you were, how, how did you deal with the $70,000 in debt? I mean, that's well, coming out of divorce is, is challenging and uh, challenging on an emotional level. Uh, but, uh, and then the $70,000 of debt. Yeah. Basically I settled with the uh, credit card companies uh, for 50% mm -hmm. of what I owed. Did you do that on it's, your own? Yes. I, uh, I negotiated with the credit card companies. 
I looked into bankruptcy and decided that that would be a last resort. Mm -hmm. um, so it was much easier for me to owe 35000 than to owe 70000 mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, with even the part-time type jobs I was getting, at least mm -hmm. I could uh, start paying that back. What I didn't realize, and it's very important to know, is that 35000 counted as income. The stuff that was uh, written off taxes. by the creditors. Yes, yeah. yes. What was written off by the creditors, I, you know, basically still had to pay taxes on. Was, is that so all in one year? In one year, oh. yeah. Because the year we, we wrote it off. Yeah. So I didn't know that going in. So there's a there's a lesson for what you. Kind of, what kind of, uh, kind of end of year um, challenges did that, did that present you? I mean, you get, you, you were working part-time and then you get a, uh, tax bill saying oh no you owe taxes on another 35,000 yeah it was uh, uh it was a shock but at the same time i was already building my business uh -huh. and able to you know i i did what most people do with the irs is basically you know did a payment plan with them yep they do that um i had to slowly rebuild and because you know i had no other choice I didn't own any real estate at that time. I, you know, had no stocks. I only had the money I could earn by doing the projects I was doing at the time. How long would you say it took you to uh, deal with that? that? It was about two to three year period oh, okay. um, before I, I really started, you know, making a thousand dollars per audiobook that I narrated and, yeah. and, uh, you know, doing three or four of those a month and, mm -hmm. and rebuilding and then adding on the production part of the business, um, which uh, was able to, to, to double uh, my revenue. But it took a, a few years to climb back up again. And, uh, you know, it, it helped to find uh, a new woman in my life, mm -hmm. to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, who who believed in me and supported me and helped support me financially too, mm -hmm. even though she was a social worker. Oh. Uh, uh, so the oh. uh, talk yeah. about overqualified. So, well, for, uh, <laughs> not, not for worker, what they do, but for what they yeah. get paid. <laughs> came to came to my rescue. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, that's uh, um, that's what did help. Is yeah. that even when you don't have uh, family uh, who can help out. If you have friendships and mm -hmm. uh, loving friendships, um, you know, th that also boosts you up and supports you. So, Richard, what are you uh, since then? Because that's it's been not quite well, about 20 years, right? Uh, more or less. Have, do you look back and see moments when you uh, when that experienced you leaned on that experience to help others that were going through difficult times as well? Yes, uh, basically, um, the I've, I've helped uh, some friends of mine reinvent themselves. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, one of my good friends is uh, was a, a top salesperson for Oracle software. He won a national award, got a free trip to Hawaii at nice. one point. Uh, and he got rewarded with like the worst accounts you could possibly get, like prisons and things like uh -huh, that, uh -huh. because they were the hardest to crack and they gave it to the all-star. Yeah. Uh, and within <laughs> two years, he was out of a job 
and and you know going from a superstar to to nothing and you know he he was just so depressed about his software world kind of falling apart mm -hmm. um and i said well i know your love is photography and why don't you um put together a book of of your photos he specializes in photos of avalanche rescue dogs oh, here really? in colorado and so he did a whole book about rescue dogs at the different ski areas, huh. which became a bestseller. And all of a sudden he has a new career as a photographer. Uh -huh. His photos are in like, you know, hotels in Aspen and places like that. Oh, very cool. He, you know, reinvented himself. And I was with him every step of the way saying, you can do this. You can redo something with your life, something you love. So that's an example of, oh, of someone that I was able to help. So taking no matter what we're going through, uh, our listener might be, you know, walking down the street or or um, uh, just waking up in the morning and and might be feeling like you know I don't know what to do from this point. I just don't think I can deal with all of this finance stuff. Um, keep going. What you're saying? Yes, keep going. Re rediscover what it is that really motivates you mm -hmm. that you love to do with me it was always storytelling yeah. and i was going to do that in some fashion uh, whether it was sales or radio news or audiobook narration or whatever um, as long as i held on to that knowing that i was good at doing it i could figure out different ways to take that skill and make money from it. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, when we talk about reinvention, um, you can do that. It, it might not be what you've done all of your career. Yeah. It might be something that you just love to do that you can uh, build a business around. Yeah. Um, and that's the opportunities right now for entrepreneurship um, that, that exist, um, getting help with others uh, through joint ventures, which is something that I also did. Um, you know, people who uh, would share what I did when I uh, would share what they did, and we found ways to make money together. Mm -hmm. uh, that was very helpful too, as I built my business, getting referrals, building your network of, of contacts. Um, so yeah, even at the worst times when you feel like you're you burned out your career entirely and you've got nowhere to go there's always something within you uh, there's a love you might have of photography of wanting to help a nonprofit, wanting to you know the cause yeah. uh, of investing yourself and figuring out a way to make money from it oh, thank you for that uh, richard do you I mean, you've given a lot of uh, uh, really good uh, insight. Is there one piece of personal finance, whether it's budgeting, credit, debt, savings, whatever it might be, that you would want to share with, with our listeners today? Uh, you know, what pops to mind is that um, be very careful about spending too much money uh, and I talked about learning on the internet, mm -hmm. uh, on people trying to sell you programs that um, sound wonderful, 
but it's just a lead in lead on to uh, getting you to invest in a bigger program yep. and yep. spend more money after that and spend more money after that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of quality information out there on the internet and really, you know, the experts are great. And when you get to the point where you can find someone who actually will help you do it, not just teach it to you, that's when you can succeed because now you've got people who know what they're doing. I have audio editors, video editors who are excellent. And I was able to um, use their skills and not have to learn how to be, you know, the world's best audio editor, video editor myself. Mm-hmm. And, but I did spend thousands and thousands of dollars uh, down these, these alleys yeah. that yeah. look so attractive at the end of it, you know, yeah. but, uh, but turn out to be just, you know, here, here's a whole bunch of information. Uh, good luck. Yeah. Um, avoid that if you can really check out the credentials of any coach that you want to work with. Yeah. I think that that uh, has helped me a lot. Yeah, that's good. Have have somebody needs to be there to back up what back up for most of us, what they're telling us to do. So, yep. Good. Well, uh, Richard Riemann, it's uh, I've really enjoyed having you on the Money Fit show today. Can you share uh, with the listener where they can find you online, how they can connect with you? Yes. My nonprofit, Imagination Video Books, is at imaginationvideobooks.org, O-R-G. That's the nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And um, that's all the information about what we're doing building this, uh, building partnerships, uh, winning awards for the books we're doing. Um, this is my give back. Mm-hmm. This is, I wanted to do a legacy project. And so imaginationvideobooks.org is where you can find me. My email is richard at imaginationvideobooks.org. If we have authors out there who would like to make their books accessible. Mm -hmm. If we have people who think this is a great cause and want to donate to support us, uh, we would welcome uh, everyone. Awesome. Well, thank you again for uh, being with me today, Richard. It's, uh, It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Todd. It's been great to be here with you. You bet. To my listener, listeners, please check out our podcast archives, moneyfit.org slash podcast. My links Links to Richard's uh, website and um, program, those will all be in the show notes below. So thanks for checking them out. So until next time, please stay money fit and stay well.